Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. It is good to be back. It is. In the Bay Area. Fuck the heat. It's a balmy 61 degrees outside. (laughs) (laughs) Which is exactly what my body needs to be at at all times. (laughs) I didn't know how much I loved my fog until I was in the 109 and Van Nuys. That shit blew. I don't know how Angie does it. No, I don't don't know. I fucking... Yeah, I, I hate I hated it. I this poor bastard I didn't sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slept on a hardwood floor in her kitchen under a ceiling fan. <laughs> so I had to have vodka and wine just to get sleepy enough to fucking like. It's a dangerous combo, but uh, you know sometimes <laughs> sometimes you got to do what necessary. you got to do. Um, let's do some nerdy confessions now that we're back in our our element here. Um, I am super stoked that it's football season again. Um, I was watching, before you got here, I was watching the 49er Baltimore game. Is that really nerdy, though? Football? Oh, I love it. Like, <laughs> as a nerd, I shouldn't watch sports, but I fucking love football <laughs> so much. I'm getting ready for fantasy. I'm waiting for Seamus to invite me to his league because, I, I don't know, maybe my invite got lost in the mail or something. That'll be the name of this episode is Waiting for Seamus. Waiting for Seamus. <laughs> Yeah, Seamus is not here today. Uh, he's had conflicting schedules. He's doing so many comedy. He's actually gigs. got like he's got too many jobs. He's just working a lot. So good that for him. Irish in him just yeah. keep working. Yeah, you know the. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> the hard workers of of the of Europe. What, what were you going to say? Just say it. Fuck it. I was going. to... No, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm, just I'm giving you the okay. the black people of Europe. There, is basically there, see, what I was going to say. say. Yep. Yeah, you said it there. Yep, yep. That's what I was going to say. You just lost ten listeners. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. None of them were black, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's your nerdy confession? Uh, the whole, today was my day off, and I spent the whole day watching Falling Skies. That's all I did. <laughs> I'm like in the second season now. <laughs> That's all I did. I did. I had no motivation to do anything else. Um, but. Is that show good? It's it, it looks it, like it's okay. It, it is okay. There's there's a lot of things that I like, and there's a lot of like there's some bad acting in there. You sure. Know, granted, it's TV. You're gonna have some bad acting. Yeah. One of the kids, he's got two, three sons. One of the sons is annoying. Um, he's actually better now in the second season. But, yeah. Uh, I like. I, I won't give anything away, but I like what they're doing with the aliens. Yeah. Um, without, I don't want to say anything, but. Uh, so that was cool. Cool concept. I like it. Um, second season's getting a lot better than the first season. So yeah. as long as you push through the first. I recently caught up on Sons of Anarchy, and that just makes me want to buy a motorcycle. You know, it almost guns. lost me on season two. Really? When they were in I- the whole Irish uh, bit. I think that was like season three, but yeah. It just, I was almost done. I was like, this is stupid. Like, yeah, it this was that one. in California. Like, that was probably one of the slower seasons. And it. To me, it's weird as fuck that they have a charter over in fucking <laughs> Ireland, but it kind of gets explained because they have all the guns. Well, I mean, yeah, like I get it. They, that's where they get their guns. But like, did they have to take that? They could have just said, "This is where we get our guns." Done. Yeah. Like, like, uh, oh, they took my kid. They yeah, took my kid for a year. He's looking for his kid. I yeah. Don't know. I, and then at the end, he almost lets him go. He was yeah. like, "Oh, he's with a happy family," but then someone murders that happy family. So you're like, "Ah, oh, shit! I guess I'll take him back." Yeah, see that one. That one almost fucking almost yeah. lost me. I, I stopped. I think I'm like two or three seasons behind. Yeah, I'm. I'm up to end of season five, which is all they have during uh, on Netflix. 
So um, there's just one more season, and then the current season that's about to start. Yeah, I remember when we were at uh, at Comic Con Hall H, they had the women's who kick ass, and then what's her name? Yeah, uh, Katie Seagal was there, and she had mentioned because I had only seen that she had been raped once, but I guess did she get raped more than once? No, not not that I've seen. It was only once. Because I could have sworn that's what she was saying in Hall H, like. Um, I don't think so. I think she was just talking about that time and that how one. that was, you know, a time that she felt particularly badass or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, mm. She also gave us a very wordy, like, talking to you about piracy, oh, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was out of place and strange. Well, and it was weird. It was like. What's your top... pet peeve? Yeah. And it was <laughs> like, like well, it piracy. Was like... Piracy's my pet peeve. I'm like. It came out of nowhere. Like, I remember the topic wasn't anything near it, and she just started talking about it, and I was like, that's weird. But her husband's like a producer on the show or something, yeah, so I guess so, it makes sense. You know, two paychecks isn't enough. <laughs> just as she wants more. I'm like, come on, man. If people are stealing your show, it means it's good. <laughs> <laughs> if no one's stealing it, you need to fucking change right Yeah, exactly. If people are actually just only paying for it, it means your show sucks. <laughs> um. So I feel like we should do uh, a little overanalyze this of the newest Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll watch it again tonight. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking... This movie, if you haven't seen it, you're dumb. Go see it right now. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a little spoilers. Um, we'll try to keep it to a minimum as far as like the overall ending of the movie, but... Um, we're going to fucking talk about this shit in depth because it needs to be said. I was shocked by um, Bautista the Wrestler. Yeah, really, I, really good. I thought maybe, I mean, I had a couple of other friends I watched it said he was bad. I was like, but maybe I had my expectations so low that like, oh, wow, he he was funny. I was like, oh, wow. I think his character as Dax or Drax the Destroyer, I think he, he did a really good job of taking, you know, of playing kind of like the 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 dumb oaf kind of thing but also like but also kind of intelligent you know where you know they there was this one joke where it was like dude i'm sorry man that joke went completely over your head he's like nothing goes over my head i have extremely fast reflexes i would catch it i would catch it but it's like because he, they don't they take everything literally literally yeah <laughs> he just doesn't doesn't get it um, rocket was hilarious rocket raccoon little rocket raccoon um definitely had the most like the most heartfelt line or little monologue of the whole thing when he's talking about like being experimented on and uh, stuff. I'm like, oh shit, that almost that made me choke up a little bit. Yeah, you know, when I saw it, I went with a couple of girls and they were just like, that was the saddest part. That was. He's like, I didn't ask to be brought on. It's like, I didn't yeah. ask to be experimented on because yeah, like, they kept oh. calling him like rodent. And yeah, exactly. He, you know, he he didn't ask for any of it. Um, first of all, I got to give big props up to Chris Pratt. I mean. That guy fucking stole the show. <laughs> he is just, I don't know. I, I always loved him in, in Parks and Rec, but like just seeing him in this new like role, it's just fucking... Space Andy is what it was. Space Andy is basically <laughs> what it is. And he's, he's just, he was funny. He was serious. He was just, you know, he did the action really well. And it's just like every part of his performance, I feel, was like fucking awesome. It was it was kind of cool to see how uh, he made like something stupid like an '80s Walkman, like right. but super important. Like he cared about it hardcore, right. and it was the last thing that reminded him of his mom. But it's like, and that's one thing is like the music played a really huge part yeah. in this movie. And I feel like if the soundtrack wasn't as good as it was, 
it wouldn't have been as good of a movie. It's one of those ones where music really makes it like Top Gun. I use that, uh, you know, uh, talking about the movie. It's like Top Gun. If Top Gun didn't have the theme songs and Danger Zone, Danger Zone it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same movie. If it was all orchestra or whatever, it wouldn't be the same movie. And that's the way Guardians of the Galaxy is, is, uh, you know, the all the 80s, you know, or I guess it was probably some late 70s, mostly 80s music is just like it fueled the entire story. And like each song had a significance to it. You know, it was great. I think they did a good job of the references too, where he's, uh, where he's talking Talk about Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon and stuff like <laughs> that. Big hero Kevin Bacon. He's talking about, uh, what was it, Footloose? Footloose, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, basically, so the story is that he, he's abducted as a child, um, right after his, his uh, mother dies of cancer and, um, he's abducted by space aliens. And from then on, he's like a space outlaw kind of thing. Um, and so he's he, the last memories he has of earth are this little tape of, you know, songs that his mom, uh, you know, made for him yeah. on a mixtape, which is always what he's listening to. He's all that, which provides a soundtrack for the whole movie. And then, you know, all of his references are, of course, from what he remembers yeah. as a little child. <laughs> he calls Groot, I think, uh, the giving tree. The giving tree, and, yeah. Uh, what... Ranger, he calls uh, Rocket Raccoon Ranger Rick. Yeah, Ranger Rick. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so a lot of lot of fun little, uh, you know, jabs at the 80s there, which, you know, really, you know, elevated the humor. And it's just, you know, because you're like, y- you know what they're talking about, but the alien people he's with don't have no idea See, what they're talking about. The Kevin sad Bacon. part is that I knew what he was talking about because I was born in the 80s. Yeah. So the people that I watched it with didn't know what he was talking yeah. about. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Myself. I know. But, <laughs> but you know, but it's funny, too, because the aliens that he's with have no idea. Yeah. What's they don't the... know who Kevin Bacon is or whatever. <laughs> so there's a lot of funny jokes about that. Um, I gotta say, like, you're introduced to a fucking huge cast of characters, and one thing that's fun about this movie is that it doesn't, if you don't watch another Marvel movie, if you've never seen Captain America or the Avengers or anything like that, you can still watch this yeah. movie and have, you know, and explore everything that's going on, because it doesn't really, it's a completely new, like, universe almost, you know, it's... I'm just wondering how they're gonna do... The Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, I feel like that's a big villain. It's Avengers three for sure. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I know it's Thor and stuff, but I can't, I can't picture them going against Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. It's gonna be fucking nuts when it happens. <laughs> I'm sure. Like, I feel like they have to introduce like a different bigger character. Cause, I mean, like the only thing I could think of would be like Silver Surfer, who would come like. But they can't do. Yeah, that. I know. But he'd be yeah. the only one to come close, like on his own. I think Thor could hold his own with Thanos because, um, you know, Thor is beaten galactus before that's true so i mean it's uh you know i think that they're definitely going to play off him more and i think maybe thor 3 will have a little bit more to do with that when he um takes back asgard from loki and stuff like that i think i think hopefully he'll you know he'll get a bigger role in avengers 3 perhaps do you think they'll switch it to a female no (laughs) (laughs) every so Let's take a segue here and talk about <laughs> fucking Black Captain America and Girl Thor. Okay, this shit has happened before. It never lasts. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so real Thor, Thor Odin's son, you know, um, who we all know and love, he basically gives up his powers to this girl who he rescues, who then 
becomes Thor because she picks up the hammer and has all the, you know, he who holds the hammer yeah, it's has something, the power of the, Thor. It was something in the act of saving her made him not worthy of it, and yeah. but she was. Because and... who would save a woman, right? <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> what I think is funny is some people are complaining about female Thor, but no one ever had a problem with the alien, with Bill Ray. Or, uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, like no one had a problem when it was Horse alien. alien. Yeah, horse. it was a horse alien. No one had a problem with him yeah. being Thor. He doesn't even have like regular eyes. He has beady little horse eyes. <laughs> but no one had a problem yeah. with that. Female Thor, people were fucking pissed off. Well, I think, I think one of the things, too, is that... Um, you know, people are mixing up the comic universe and the cinematic universe. And Chris Hemsworth is, you know, he's signed on for so many movies. They're not going to make female Thor. <laughs> you know, you got to remember, Thor was also a frog at one point. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? The, there's the animal Thor, or yeah. the animal uh, Avengers. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the, they're not going to do that. And they're not going to go with Sam Wilson as new Captain America before they do Bucky. The entire point of having, you know, the Winter Soldier arc come in is that he takes over the helm of Captain America. Now, maybe after he's done, maybe they'll have the Falcon do it. Who knows? <laughs> but they also got to have the Punisher pick it up one time because he was briefly, you know, at, wore the Captain America mask and things like that, too. But, uh, you know, I think people got to realize comics, they come out a lot more often than the movies do. <laughs> so they got to mix it up from time to time. <clears throat> and sure, you know. You know the the new Thor, who's who's a lady, not not Thor girl or anything like that. Who's actually Thor wielding Mjolnir and all that stuff. Uh, she'll be around for a while for sure. I give it two Thor years. Thor Odinson is coming back though for sure. I give it two years max, and that's two years. That's I think that's even pushing it. Probably a year. Yeah, I, I would say the same thing for Captain America. Steve Rogers is going to pick it back up again. There's never going to be, you know, it's. They'll leave for a while, but they'll always come back. Steve yeah. Rogers literally died and then came back, you know, so. Peter Parker died. Peter came Parker back. came <laughs> back, yeah. So Thor was, a, or uh, Loki was a woman and he came back. <laughs> yeah. No one had a problem with female Loki. Yeah, I don't know. There's just like, that was funny when it happened. It was like, oh, I'm a girl now. Huh. All right. Moving yeah, no on. one yeah. questioned it. <laughs> no one cared. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think part of the thing is that um, when people were reporting about the female Thor and uh, the Falcon taking over Captain America, I think that it got mixed in with all the movie news. And people, and people were like, whoa, what? What the fuck? Yeah. but <laughs> Chris Helmworth in the dress, maybe? You know? Yeah. He was saying at Comic-Con he was, <laughs> he'd be down. He'd win an Oscar for that one. <laughs> um, one thing I – I'll just say this really quick, quickly. Having the Falcon be Captain America – like, I think it's, it's very silly because the whole point of... Because he's not super in any way or... Well, not just that, but um, one, of, one, of the, uh, one of the things that made um, Winter Soldier Captain, you know, uh, able to take over the Captain America helm is that his robot arm gave him the strength and agility to catch and throw the shield. Yeah. Right? So now you have Sam Wilson... Who has neither of those? You know, I mean, you know, sure, just, just a highly trained soldier, just a highly trained dude, um, and he he can't, you know, and, and he can instantly do it for some reason. It's like that just kind of, I don't know, it kind of takes some of the importance away yeah. of the shield, right? Because Iron Man picked it up when Captain America died, 
And he he said that you know he had tried throwing it and it took his head off basically. He almost you know if he hadn't been wearing the helmet he would have died kind of thing. So the fact that a guy in a in a super advanced robot suit can't throw it, but this other normal dude with artificial wings. Can I have do been it. following. Does he throw it and catches it and everything? I assume. I mean, is he just going? He just going to just hold, hold it. it? <laughs> just, I mean. Block bullets with it. I, I guess it could come in handy if you're flying around. I don't know, but uh, I yeah. don't think he's going to keep the wings. Is he going to keep the wings <laughs> under the mantle? I, don't I think so. He still had it when I saw him. I... Oh, he can't fly now, guys. <laughs> I don't know. If he's got <laughs> the wings off or just paint uh, them blue. Shield's white and too red. heavy. Shield. It's not aerodynamic enough. <laughs> I just I'm just walking around now. I still I have my pet hawk, but <laughs> just color him. Red, white, and blue as well. <laughs> exactly. He, he traded out his hawk for, an, for a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I I have no problem with them kind of switching it up every once in a while. But it just seems a very unlikely hero that they picked. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to Guardians of the Galaxy. We, But Guardians of the Galaxy, one thing that uh, if you do go see it and you haven't seen it yet, Keep an eye out in the background of everything. Oh, yeah. Because there's stuff hidden all throughout that movie. Um, speci- horse, horse alien, supposedly. I, apparently, didn't, I didn't see him. But. Apparently, Beta Ray Bill's in there somewhere. I don't know. I mean... I'll, I'll look for him again. It today. would be awesome, but who knows. But if once... When the Guardians get to the Collector's Museum... Yeah, apparently they purposely filled up that room. That was like what Gunn was most excited about, the director Gunn. He was like most excited about that room because he was hiding stuff. Yeah. I didn't see... Supposedly during the movie, you can see Howard the Duck. I only yeah. saw him at the end. I um, saw I saw him in the beginning. He's right over his head. You just see a faint outline of a duck kind of thing. And he's kind of like... So know. Howard the Duck, there was a dark elf. There was uh, uh, a Chitori, which I didn't see one. But uh, yeah. there was supposed to be one there. Uh, Cosmo the space dog. Yeah, cause they they pan, they give him like half they, the screen. You, you can't miss yeah. him. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised they didn't have him talk like at all. Yeah, I know. Well, he's supposed to be telepathic. Yeah. Well, some, yeah. Yeah. Someone here. So, Wait, isn't he supposed to be the uh, the uh, head of uh, security of for, nowhere yeah. of the of the head planet? Um, he was also briefly in the Guardians of the Galaxy too. So, um, but. Maybe they'll expand on that later because now yeah. he's out. Now he's out know. and he's not in there. Yeah. So maybe we'll see more of him in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I wanted a little bit more from Howard the Duck. I wanted yeah. like, a little bit bigger part. And I was hoping, it would. to me, it would have been amazing if they used the suit from the 80s. Yeah. Or at least like made him look like him a little bit. I don't know. But. Yeah. But it was cool. It was definitely a cool nod. And then they, the fact that um, they they gave credit to the writers right afterwards was really, really yeah. cool. Um. And then um, Nathan Fillion um, is the voice of uh, Blue Guy in prison. So he gets his ass handed to him by Groot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Groot fucks him up. I was hoping that he was just going to be Malcolm Reynolds, like in, there. in 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 prison, just like chilling in his cell or something like that. That would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> or if he if he came in at last minute as Nova. Would have also been fucking awesome. They'll, they'll probably do a Nova. I I'm mean, sure they will. I'm sure that will come into play in the next one or something like that. Also, there was a... Because Gunn directed Slither, which I love campy horror movie. There was one of the space aliens from Slither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, heard about that. I didn't see it, but I you know, I never really saw that movie either. You never saw Slither? Dude. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. It's hilarious. Nathan it, Killian. You'll love it. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Um, one thing also that uh, was in there. What am I thinking about? 
Just lost it. <laughs> Take a sip of the IPA. Yeah. Let me, let, me, let me ponder this for a moment. <laughs> but uh, I was reading about uh, Zondu. And yeah. they changed Yondu. him. Yondu, sorry, Yondu. They yeah. changed him so much. He, he was, did a lot, yeah. He was never supposed to be like this crazy little bounty hunter. No, he was dude. just like a hunter. Like, Yeah, he was just... And he, he's one of the founding members of Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of... And he's supposed to have, be an archer. Yeah. And, and you know... He did, uh, but when he whistles, it does move around. Right. So but he, he does eventually launch it. And here in the movie, he just controls it with the whistle. Right, exactly. So he has like basically Yondu's powers. You know, he can shoot this arrow and then by whistling... Um, it controls like the the direction of the arrow, so he kind of has it as like a quick draw kind of thing. Yeah, he, like you know, pulls his duster. But it away. was, if you think about it, it's a pretty fucking scary weapon. I mean, he took out like oh yeah, it was twenty cool. guys by himself with it and the ship. Like, yeah, and I mean, it you know I can see why they did it too. It wouldn't be that realistic if like he had a bow and arrow all the space, time yeah. and you're just like what what's happening here? They lowered his mohawk. Yeah, they lowered dude. Uh, I heard, James Gunn. I heard an interview. With him uh, was saying that one of the biggest outcries he's had over the movie is that they trimmed his mohawk down. Really? That's one of the pe- thing that people freaked out the most about. I like the design of it because it looked like it was like bone coming out of his skull, right? Which and I'd never really and seen. It looked, you know, it looked more believable in case instead of having a huge fin on the side, <laughs> you know, on top of his head. Um, Wouldn't but, help, you know. Wind would blow him over and shit. Like, yeah, like, exactly. You know, you know, he couldn't headbutt very easily. Nah. People would feel it coming. <laughs> yeah, and it's just. But I, I liked, you know, I kind of liked um, part of his character where you know he, he's you know kind of you know friends with Star Lord, but not really. But they they did change him a lot. Yeah, a lot. So, a lot. So, but I liked the relationship they had because it was kind of like ah, I care about him, but. I have to kill him because he's making me look bad in front of my crew. Right. I don't want to kill him. All right. I, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, another another little Easter egg in there. There's in, in the collector's uh, museum again. There's a big uh, cocoon looking thing. That it's supposed to be Warlock. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be Adam Warlock, which uh, that would be a fun one if they if they brought him. Well, out. if they're going to go against Thanos, they would probably have to have yeah, Adam Warlock him. come out. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be really cool. And then, um, you know. Keep an eye out in that thing. You know, you know, you probably you'll probably see some that we missed or whatever too. Hopefully, you know, maybe when we see it again tonight, we'll see a Beta Ray Bill in there. Um, but yeah, fucking great movie. Um, if Captain America two hadn't come out this year, I would say it's probably the best movie of the year. <laughs> but fucking Captain America two is so is that sick. out on Blu-ray yet? It's about to come out, so exactly. not yet. Once you have the extras in that shit. Oh yeah, I can't wait because apparently there are some good ones in there too so i'm excited for that but uh guardians of the galaxy fucking awesome everyone in it was great uh what's her name zoe saldana was great in it as gamora um and i love the little uh the tension between her and star lord throughout the whole thing and he almost he almost beat he, he almost he almost got it he, was he there. almost got it <laughs> <laughs> fucking it. people just come in and ruin it last minute but um, but yeah, Chris Pratt was fucking awesome, uh, and Dave Batista, yeah, I fucking, I really like this character because <laughs> uh, he he's crazy and like fucking you know a straight murderer dude, but he's also funny and like you know it's and you you feel for him too because he lost his whole family and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, but yeah, there's still some surprises. We didn't really ruin anything for you, so definitely watch that movie. You know, one of my favorite jokes, and I feel like knowing, like, this is how, like, it's like uncultured we have fucking, when he makes the joke about James Pollock, you know, like, how in the space, he's like, man, I get laid all the time. It's like, if we had a blacklight, James Pollock painting is what yeah. this is. And, like, I was, you know, I was, like, laughing my ass. I was like, no, it's around. No, no, really? Yeah, yeah Jackson Pollock. Yeah, you can get, no? no? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm surprised they went there with that fucking. <laughs> for a Marvel movie? For a Marvel movie. Making jizz jokes? There were some risque jokes in there. Yeah, Jackson Pollock painting. It's like, if I had a black light. <laughs> oh, shit. He's, yeah, that was funny. And, like. His ship, too, was, you know, it's funny, is it's kind of run down and stuff. It's very, like, Han Solo, Millennium Falcon-esque, yeah, yeah. you know, where it's, like, it's his ship and very broken in, let's just say. I like that he had 80s stuff in there. Like, he had a tape deck in yeah, the spaceship. Yeah, he had a tape deck. Like, I mean, how, how did they figure that one out? Like, <laughs> hey, he picked it up. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. He had, like, a little troll and stuff. And yeah, a little troll like doll. That, which you're saying might be a reference to... Troll, who's one of one of these characters in the, in he's the supposed Cosmic to be universe. someone's uh, sidekick. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I think who. it was Adam Warlock's one of his. Yeah, I like, think it was like associates a or something like that. But yeah, fun stuff in there. Um, you get to see a little bit of Nova Corps. Uh, hopefully, we'll see Nova eventually. I I'd be down because they they have to have like him and Adam Warlock to fight Thanos if they're going to do that later. Yeah, or else I don't see how these guys. I mean. Drax destroyed is strong, but not, not, yeah, not that strong. Not not that no strong. Um, but yeah, very good movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck my life. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I thought we'd do a little segment we haven't really done in a while uh, called Sipping on That Haterade. Because I got some things that have got me fired up. <laughs> and I was there. It was fucking hilarious. One of the things that gets me the most... So you've all heard us talk about line chat before. It's a, you know, it's a messaging application that you can get on any phone and then everyone can be in the same chat room, right? We have one friend in our chat room uh, that, that <laughs> is a bunch of our friends combined kind of thing. His name is Evan and he fucking hates on everything I love. He's just, all he does in the entire chat is fucking picks fights with people essentially <laughs> He just starts. He, he he almost baited me. I'm not gonna lie. I almost bit, and because he called me dumb, and I remember it was something about. Uh, yeah, he's just fucking. And but and I was like, you know what? No, this is what he wants. So instead, I just started like sending stickers the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I know. He he he's just the fucking. He's the worst because all he does is talks about shit and like, if you could see it. Um, like, he, one of Cody's favorite movies is Captain America, which apparently he hates. No, he hated Thor 2. I'm sorry, he hated Thor. Yeah. And Thor 2 was actually really good. Thor 2 was fucking a great movie. Um, and so, and, and then all he does is hates on it the entire time. I'm going to read you some quotes here. <laughs> and I just argued back and forth kind of thing. And it's like, um, all he does is try to, you know, troll us. And I... And Christian joined the chat room, <laughs> and unbeknownst to him, uh, fucking... I didn't know this guy. I was like, because I asked, like, Cody, is this a guest we had? Because I don't want to be rude to, like, a former guest or anything. Okay, so, here, here's, uh, here, I'm gonna, this is going to take a minute, but... Because he has so many. Yeah, <laughs> so rants. many. 
I think um, he just likes reading his own texts, like just seeing it on there. I think it just makes him feel good about himself. Yeah, so he was basically um he was basically uh hating on Thor, right? And um he said that um basically um he loved he loved Iron Man three, which I thought was a piece of shit. Iron Man three did, and I and I love even I love two, which people some people had problems with, but and then um, you know that uh, you know he loved it, and it was uh, uh, he was saying that I was saying that I don't like it because it's different. Um, it fit in the story fine, uh, more than I can say about ninety five percent of the shit that went down in Thor one and two. And I was referring to the extremist story arc, which happened in Iron Man 3. And if anyone's read the extremist thing, it's all about um, basically Iron Man connecting himself to the suit so he can react quicker and become part of Iron Man, right? Which is kind of what all of the Iron Man movies were about until that movie. Well, also, like, it, I think he keeps it in his um, in the arc reactor in his chest, right? Right. Like he's able to shrink the suit and bring it out from there. Right, yeah, and, and summon it by... Just thinking about yeah, it, kind just of thing, about it. right? Which he kind of gets into where he's like pulling it to to his suit and stuff like that. You know, he, it, they show him doing that, but the reason he could do that in the comics was because of extremists, and that's supposed to be kind of like him growing and becoming the hero, right? Which fits perfectly into the cinematic universe. But no, they decided to fuck that completely <laughs> up. So. And instead, so I said, people. The reason why I hate it because I felt the storyline was a little forced with the kid. The extremist storyline was done completely wrong. Missed the point of connecting Iron Man to the suit on and a molecular level. And then the Mandarin. Level. What they did with the Mandarin. Yeah, and the so Mandarin funny. was stupid. Um, and then um, and then playing Ben Kingsley playing the Mandarin uh, and having him be like a fake in the end was a fucking M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst piece of shit ever. So he says, so wait. To me, it sounds like you just wish they'd follow Iron Man's comics more closely, in which case, how the fuck do you constantly make excuses for Thor? They raped the story so hard. And I was like, they missed the defining point of the storyline, bringing Iron Man closer to his suit. Thor's story has always been a conflict between him and his destiny and his love of humanity and Earth, which is what Thor 2 was about. <laughs> he says, yeah. But they went full-on alien with it. The best Thor stories hinge on magic and Norse mythology. He said morsel mythology, but we'll let that <laughs> That's when I quoted it. I was like, what's morsel? <laughs> yeah, he didn't respond <laughs> yeah. to me at all. Um, of which the movies have absolutely none. It's a worse defense than Iron Man not getting extremist shot into his brain, making him crazy omnipotent. Remember, there's a reason Marvel retconned extremists the fucking month after he got it. Not true. He... <laughs> He was <laughs> he was like Marvel's cyborg for a bit and then liked it, but there's a point where there's no longer Iron Man, and I assume that's why they did it when they route where they went that route with him in the third film. Stupid. Alright. And then I say everyone gets caught up on Thor being an alien, but that works fine with comic mythology. If you think about Thor, you know, so he's an alien. A lot of people got bent out of shape when they mentioned that, right? Because Asgard's, you know, Oh, it's just another realm, which is just maybe a outer space somewhere, right? Um, everything Thor does can be explained by either advanced technology or magic. <laughs> Who gives a shit, <laughs> right? Well, in the movie, I mean, they don't really explain how it's not technology as hammer. It seems like it's still right magic. I mean, right, and you don't know, and you know, where is the line drawn between magic and uh, science? And you know, Thor 
obviously a very powerful, very you know strong and invulnerable being. Why wouldn't you consider him to be a god? You know, it's like I think that's why they did it is to get you thinking about like making it a little bit seem more possible. If you see a really powerful alien, why wouldn't you think that he he would be a god? Or something? Well, I think for the movies too, they they kind of. I'm assuming they did alien because it really powers him down. If you, if you make him a god, like yeah, exactly. you can't see him go down. Like you can't in the movie. Like it wouldn't make sense. Like. Like when he's fighting the other aliens, like, well, dude, he's a god. Why didn't he just will them out or right. something? You know, like exactly. And so he his response was, "Do you even read Thor? Because lots of shit in the past straight years, six straight years of Thor comics, straight up doesn't fit the alien story even one bit. Starting with Ragnarok event in 03. Thor spiritually resurrects his whole posse through memories. For God's sake, at one point, Thor links his soul to Mjolnir to stay alive. How does that work with aliens? So I said. Well, linking a soul with a hammer can be their way of explaining adding DNA to a hard drive of sorts. Resurrecting Asgard and the other gods is basically cloning them. Again, it's a minute detail that doesn't even matter. The idea behind these movies is that there's no line between magic and science. It's like getting bent out of shape because Captain America had light brown hair instead of light blonde hair. (laughs) And and he just goes on and on and on. And um, and basically, uh, you know... He's like the only time Asgardian aliens as aliens ever worked was when uh, the comic was from Planet X, in that literally whole Marvel universe from mutants to humans were also aliens. In in example, offspring from celestial living and center thing. Only time ever. I was like wrong. The only time it wouldn't work is if Asgardian's entire existence depended on people's belief in them. Everything else can be explained by advanced technology. So suck a dick, Evan. (laughs) Suck a dick. And, you know, and then, of course, your famous, uh, what's morsel mythology? <laughs> he never responded. He never responded. I was, I was waiting for something. And and so, and and the point of this whole story is um, we, we've we created this line chat so our friends can stay together and fucking talk to each other when we're not around and talk about, <laughs> it's called, our chat is called Fanimated Comic Con. So it's all about, you know guys we go to conventions with and stuff and have a good time with and he fucking ruins it every time he opens his mouth he fucking ruins it he hates everything that everyone likes and he likes everything that everyone hates which means he's the outlier and he should suck a dick he lost a lot of credibility when he said he liked iron man 3 I yeah like, i was like all right well now you're just talking out of your ass yeah exactly and i mean you can you can enjoy iron man 3 okay but thor 2 was dude it, it's just a more enjoyable movie, and it makes more sense, and it has more action in it, and it was just like, yeah, it was fucking. I was so pissed. I was so <laughs> he I, started again the other day. I was like, "You're not gonna get him, Cody." You're not yeah, gonna go. <laughs> I was napping, so I didn't. And I caught him. I'm like, ah, fuck this. He he ruins that chat for me um, every time I look in there and I see like I have 50 <laughs> messages unread, and it's all him just fucking hating on shit. <laughs> You should invite Seamus on there. I think you'd have a good time yeah. going toe-to-toe with... Uh... I would love that. I, w- I would love to have Seamus square off with Evan because Seamus would fucking own him. Yeah, Seamus knows way more. And fucking Evan can suck a dick. <laughs> I love hanging out with the dude when he, when he's in person, but online he's a fucking, fucking pile of shit. I don't know how <laughs> else to say it. And if you're listening, keep on listening, Evan. Just yeah. keep on. If you, if you are listening, Evan... I like hanging out with you, just not in virtual spaces <laughs> where you talk out of your ass. Virtual Evan. Virtual Evan, not my friend. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so definitely fucking hate on that. Another thing I'll hate on, um, I recently saw Divergent, and I just thought that movie was kind of a pile of shit. I mean, I saw I saw it in the theater because a friend of mine she read the books, and yeah. I, I thought it was okay. The acting was terrible, but uh, interesting concept, I'll say. Acting was god awful. Yeah. Um, I didn't believe that girl for a second <laughs> as like some sort of badass hero. Like the entire time, I'm like, uh, someone's someone's gonna murder her. She didn't sell it like Jennifer Lawrence, like you know. No, J Lo or J Law or whatever the fuck. Um, she was definitely more believable as like the you know um, the uh, unwilling hero kind of thing. You know the you know, rising to the occasion. I feel like she pulls it off a lot better. And I'm not even a huge Hunger Games fan, but I think she did it, did it a lot better job than whoever the fuck from Divergent. <laughs> um, and I and I know some of our fans, like uh, our friend Crystal, who's one of our patrons, really liked that movie. And more power to them. I'm glad I'm glad you liked it, and I hope the next one's even better. <laughs> But I fucking hated that movie. I didn't think the music matched too well either. The music wasn't... It bad. was really poppy and like out of place kind of yeah. thing. Though Daft Punk was in it briefly. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I would listen to them in the future. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it seemed a little forced. My main thing was like, okay, so she's, she's uh, basically uh, the premise of the movie, from what I understood at least... Is that there's like four sections of society. They just categorize each, each section person. is based on like a certain skill set kind of thing. There's like farmer kind of people, there's like farmers, one were caregivers, like, yeah, one were like hippies, one were like lawyers, and the yeah, other ones, ones were like lawyers and ones were like scientists, yeah. right? And, and fighters or whatever they were, yeah, and cops or whatever. So maybe there's five. Maybe yeah. I got that wrong. But anyway, um, so and you're born into each one of these groups. Then you take a test at some point, and the test tells you which group you belong in. And so I think you get the choice of either staying in the group you're born in or going in the one you, like, really belong in. And so the main chick, forget what her name is, Tris Beatrice. I remember. She, yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, she tests uh, – her test was inconclusive, which means she's a divergent. Which means she does not fit into any one category, but she has a potential for all of the categories. Yeah. And um, so she chooses the badass fighting guys, where she learns like hand to hand combat and barely scrapes by kind of thing. But basically, the whole time I was thinking, I'm like, man, she's probably not good at anything. <laughs> like, if it was me, I would go with hang out with the farming guys all day. There were, I think, the the hippie ones or whatever. All they yeah. did was just like all farm they do is and farm, be happy, hang out. That sounds like the best job. Well, uh, the friend that I watched it with, she was telling me that uh, that's kind of where they got it wrong. Because in the book, I guess uh, she's too strong, so she has to like, because you know, like she barely passes the stuff. It's, yeah. it's more like she has to tone it down and just hold back. Yeah, because like she's too good at it, and they all kind of. Well, hate that's kind of what they went went into with like the the mental test because she was too smart. You know, yeah. I guess the 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 cops and stuff were supposed to be kind of dumb and brutish kind of thing. But um, or the Dauntless, I think they were called Dauntless. That's Dauntless, what right? So they were supposed to be um, kind of, kind of simple-minded and 
you know, follow orders really well and stuff like that. So they do these mental tests where you face your fears and she's like out thinking these tests. Yeah, and that's she, when they're like, Oh shit, you know, you, you know, you need to fucking you need to pretend like you're not that smart. <laughs> you need and, to barely pass this motherfucker. Yeah, and so I, I can see I can see what they're talking about that. It would be cool though if she was also like entirely too strong or good at fighting or whatever. But she just seemed like she sucked at most of it and barely got by. But I can see why people like it and it doesn't keep me from hating it. <laughs> it's just one of those movies where I'm like well, I'm not going to see any more of those. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they might. I don't know, did it do that well? Were no, I, don't, I don't know. It's like a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Yeah, but it's Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. They don't like anything. They do like some stuff. Yeah, everything that they... They gave the Shawshank Redemption like a 94%. Okay, well, I guess I'll agree with movie. them on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you? Do you have anything you want to hate on? Anything? Fucking work? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking tomorrow? I hate work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'll I'll future hate fucking Ninja Turtles, but I'm still gonna go watch it tomorrow. I'm still gonna see the shit out of that. Movie. I mean, it's just, I'm hoping it's like you know even a broken clock you know is right twice a day. So I'm hoping this is the one time Michael Bay kind of like accidentally makes a good movie. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, because he did he did Armageddon, which I like. Yeah. You know, so Bad Boys Two. I like Bad Boys One. You know, yeah. and two and two. So you know, they're every- both great. Bad Boys Two though. It's just- Awesome. So I'm Wasn't hoping... that one the, with the Ferrari chase in the beginning? Fuck yeah. yeah. That was sick. So I'm hoping, you know, he accidentally makes another decent movie. I think... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's hard for me from the previews. Like, I, uh, why I are they in snow? They're uh, in the city. Like, they're always in New York City. They seem to travel a lot in this movie. You know, and like, they see you see a tower falling down. It's like, why is it tower? Like, they... Because Spider-Man 2 did that. and <laughs> Or Spider-Man 1. Which one was the one? I think it was Spider-Man 1. Amazing Spider-Man, where the top of Oscorp falls down. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's where the lizard was and stuff. And after that, everyone had to do that scene. Yeah, I just... <laughs> Big old tower falling. you know, like, in the cartoons and in the comics, you know, they're always... They're, they're fighting a gang of ninjas who just, like, have, like, regular street clothes. Who are also robots. Well, yeah, in the in cartoons. The cartoon, they were yeah. robots. I think in the comics, they were just people I think they were just fucking, dudes. Yeah, ninjas. so it's just like, I don't get... I don't know. I don't see why... I don't know. Why, why are they in snow? I don't get it. I think the the place where that movie has gone wrong and I, I'll reserve my judgment until I see it but the place where that movie has gone wrong where a lot of these other movies are going right is they're not playing enough to the fans of it right no. okay who's gonna go see a Ninja Turtle live action movie directed by Michael Bay it's going to be the people who grew up with Ninja Turtles not so much little kids now who, yeah. you know cause Sure, they've had some Ninja Turtles on again, off again over the years, but you know the true fans are the ones like you and me who grew up watching the original independent movies and stuff like that, um, and then watching the cartoon, maybe even reading the comics. I read some of the comics back in the day, and I mean they were dark comics too. Yeah. They, were, they were you know the cool stuff. They made it like. Uh... Right, the cartoon made it a little bit more kid friendly. Um, I want to see Krang. I hope they go Krang. Yeah, I hope he's like <laughs> after the credits or something. He's just like, Meh, and he's in the big giant suit with the fucking the the dude robot and the bald robot guy yeah, and the speedo who just has yeah. the brain in the stomach. Yeah, it didn't seem like a great spot for that, but <laughs> we'll reserve we'll judgment on that. But yeah, I think that you know what they really need to do is play up 
to the fans of it. Work on your turtle design. Everyone loved the original ones. Why are we straying so much from that? <laughs> it's the nostrils. I've seen someone digitally remove the nostrils. And they look 100% better. And they look way better. Yeah, it's just like, I, I don't understand. Yeah, the nostrils are a little weird. Um, the Kind of like, I don't know what you call it, like the weird armor that like Leonardo's wearing. Yeah, it's it looks like, like kind of weird, like bamboo or armor or something. Yeah, yeah. Also, it looks like they made them super tall. Yeah, they made them very, very tall, and they weren't supposed to be tall. They were supposed no, to be the, kind of shorter. In the in the comics, like four feet. You know? Yeah, in the cartoon, they look like and and like let's average. remember that they're computer generated. You could make them exactly how they look. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it would be fine. Um, but we'll see how what happens. I mean, and at least what it seems from the uh, previous two, it looks like Shredder created them. Like, which seemed weird. Like. Because they were just accidentally dropped in the sewer, and someone spilled some uh, some sewage or some uh, radioactive stuff, and then boom, yeah. turtles, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it seems like they were created for a reason or something. But you know, I mean, I can I can almost forgive that. But it's like the fact that everything's hinged around April O'Neil's father or some <laughs> shit like that. Why do you always have to make that happen? Why can't it be all you know uh, coincidence that they're meeting up with each other? Nothing, not everything has to be continuously connected i guess after like you said spider-man after amazing spider-man yeah. you know his dad was like a scientist yeah. oh, God. He, he i heard that, that uh i heard that on the extended features because i think that movie just came out on blu-ray this week um that there's an extended scene where peter meets his dad or something so his dad's still alive so his dad's not dead who knows <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck why does it have anything to do with his dad i'm not a huge spider-man fan but I know that his dad never played a huge part in the comic books. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, and, and going back to something that Evan would have said, it's like, you know, there, there's, uh, you know, you can stick to the comics quite a bit if you want. <laughs> there's the, a lot there. For you can change. From. I think, you know, you can change certain things, but you got to keep the fundamentals there. You know what I mean? Thor being an alien, who gives a shit? That's okay. It's like, you know, it kind of explains something and makes it more believable and ties it, together a cosmic universe. I'm not going to lie. It did bother me that when the first time I heard it because I knew that they were going right. to do that before the movie. But thinking The way about it's it, played off in the show or the movie, I should but say. But thinking about it, it's like if he was a guy, it'd be way too hard to – like in the comics, you can do grandiose things because it doesn't cost a lot of money. You're just drawing things. But yeah. like – how do you explain a god being defeated like in a movie? Like it, it seems like yeah, exactly, kind of hard. Like in the comics, and, they, and what is a god but a you know ultra powerful being that has you know unexplainable powers and lives in the heavens above kind of thing? Everything that is part of Thor's character <laughs> is is explainable both as a god and both as an alien, right? And he's you know, and he, they never. Uh, you know, they never really talk about that in the comic books. He is always acknowledged as a god, but it's like, what if he wasn't kind of thing? That's just them calling themselves yeah. that, you know? So, um, and it seems like they live forever. Like, yeah. they have extended lifespans, you know? Though they, they can they can die. They're not, which in the comics, more. you know, the gods do die right. as well. Yeah, there's Ragnarok where all, pretty much everyone dies except for Thor, and he kind of wishes them back into existence. Which, again, though, you know, going back to, like, you know, uh, using Man of Steel as an example, there's that codex, right, which holds, like, the genetic information of his entire yeah. race. Why, you know, that's the same thing as wishing everyone <laughs> back into, you know, from nothing. So, 
so excited about that movie now. I wasn't before until we saw that little uh, teaser. Yeah, yeah, the, I'm excited for the Batman. The fucking Superman. suit looked awesome. I mean, it sure did. I heard that that uh, scene's not going to be released to the public ever. Oh, really? Yeah. What we saw? Yeah, what we saw. Like they they released certain things for like the Avengers and stuff like that, but well, the scene we saw, they're not releasing. That. I've seen like people trying to post it up from their phone and it gets, gets taken down. down. Yeah. yeah, so clearly. scary. <laughs> They're always watching. Big brother. Always watching. Um, and uh, I don't know if I really hate on this, but fun fact, I guess, I guess there would be. Um, I recently rewatched, after Comic-Con, I rewatched all of the Mad Max movies um, c- because it got me kind of stoked for the new one. Yeah. They are still fucking awesome. <laughs> But I haven't the, seen them since I was a kid. So very I don't even different really movies, them. though, too. I have to go and watch them. The first one, watch the first one again. If you haven't seen that one in a while, fucking weird. <laughs> it is like, it doesn't fit with the other ones very much at all, but it's a it's a cool movie still. Well, and then they said the remake, or the new one's supposed to be like around the second uh, universe. So I guess it doesn't really matter if you don't watch the first one. Right, right. Uh, the first one just kind of gives, uh, gives you background uh, knowledge about who Max is. He was a cop or something, right? Yeah, he was a cop. Max Rocks, Rock Stansky or something like that. Rock Stansky. <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, he's a cop. His family's killed by outlaws on the uh, on the open roads of Australia. And then uh, he's out for vengeance after that. But the dude from the first movie is also going to be in the... Uh, he's the one with movie. the mask and the, the gas stuff. Well, no, he was he was actually the guy Toe Cutter from the first movie. I rewatched it again, and I, I saw who he, who he was. He's the guy who's um, who's responsible for killing Max's family. Stupid cat. I'm <laughs> just wondering if the mic picked it up. Sweet Pea is coming to say hello. Um, but, yeah, very excited for Mad Max Road of Fury. Can you hear it on there? I probably, yeah. I, I can hear it through the headphones. <laughs> Fucking cat. They were both terribly fucking allergic, but it likes coming around here when we're recording. They know. They can smell weakness. Um, one thing, one thing um, I got to say, uh, shout out to some of our newer listeners. Oh, Australia. Yeah, speaking of which. Yeah. Big shout out to our uh, uh, exciting news. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. That's for you guys. Nerds with Friends has now officially gone international. We have uh, listeners in Australia, and uh, I think Denmark had a couple, and Canada had nice. a couple. Nice. Oh, sorry, Canadian brethren, our neighbors. Yeah, Canadian, eh? <laughs> Nerds with fans, eh? They're like, what's this on the boot? What's this on the boot? But uh, thank you to everyone who, who listens all across the world. <laughs> um in fact, we we had we had a, one listener. Let me, let, I'm trying to find it on our fucking Facebook page, but uh, we had one of our listeners from Australia chime in, um, which is is very. I don't know. I'd like to know how. I how, only have one friend that's from Australia, how, and I haven't heard from her for a while. Maybe it's her. I don't know. I'll ask no, her. it was a dude. Oh, nice. I'm gonna look him up. Uh, I really want to know how he heard about us. I would love to know how he heard about us because it fucking fascinates the shit out of me. Tom Atkinson. Shout out to our homeboy Tom from Australia. What up, Tom? <laughs> what up, Tom? 
let us tweet at us at Nerds with Friends. Let us know how you heard about us because it's fucking awesome. And once we figure out how to Skype on this shit or something, dude, love to have you uh, yeah on the show. Send you send us your address. We'll send you some stickers as long as you take take pictures of them in Australian places. Like stick one on a wallaby, on a wall, <laughs> or on a on a drop bear, <laughs> on a drop bear. Don't. Don't go around drop bears because they drop out of the sky and kill you. <laughs> they do. It's true. It's fucking scary. I've heard stories. I've heard stories. Aren't they just koalas that fall out of the tree and like? It's like it's. I don't. It's, it's something it's like, like a chupacabra. Yeah, but it's, but <laughs> it's a bear. It's like a koala bear with a taste for human flesh. Yeah, it just drops on your head and just starts gnawing at you. I yeah. guess. <laughs> 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 ah, it's a drop bear. <laughs> So but what, it's what like, a big one. It's like what they tell idiots like us when we go visit, and you know, and we buy it, and we just eat it up. Hey, uh, you know, until it happens, and then it's fucking serious business. <laughs> it's all fun and games. You got it's a little bear nod in your head. Fun and games until someone gets a drop bear fucking <laughs> land on their head, gets their ears not off. Yeah, uh, yeah. One play in Europe. Um, so here, here, there's a cool feature on our little, um, our little, uh, what's it called, uh, site that we host everything on shows our top cities and all that stuff. San Francisco, of course, representing us 26% San Jose, California, all the friends down there, Pittsburgh, California, Livermore, California, Dixon, California, Pico Rivera, California, Pico, what? Pico Rivera. <laughs> Who do we know down there? I have no idea. And then more. Moru Bark, Victoria, which is in Australia. I just looked up some images of drop bears and people. Bark. People just put fucking like koalas with fangs. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. And also New York, New York. Whoever is listening to us in there. I also had one listener in Germany for the oh, last that's episode. probably Maria, my friend Maria in New York. Oh, hopefully. Yeah? In Germany? Oh, no, 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 in New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Germany? Oh. I know tons of Germans. Hopefully it's Maria in Ger- New York. But yeah, we had one one German friend listen to us and a couple uh, Canadian friends. So shout out to all of our fans across the world. Uh, it's really awesome that you're actually listening to us. Tom, send us some uh, some Vegemite. Yeah. Oh, I heard it's bad. <laughs> it's uh, just really salty. I've had it before. It's just, so salty. It's just so salty. <laughs> I'm down to try it if you send it. But we will send you some stickers if you send us your address. If you feel creeped out, we understand. We get it. We get it. We talk about taking If you guys have a PO box, a you know, we can send it to there. <laughs> I'll send it by uh, what's an Australian bird? <laughs> no. Well, shit. Fuck. That, that one fell apart. Uh, send it via kookaburra? Kang- no. Is that Africa? That's uh, Africa. I don't know. No, maybe that's Australia. Swallows seem to kookaburra get around. Kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. <laughs> kookaburra sits in the old gum tree. I don't remember the rest of that. Via kangaroo. We'll just send it. Yeah. So send send us some info, and uh, we will send you some stickers. Uh, also, please remember, we do have Patreon going, and we have not had a new patron in quite some time. <laughs> so if you feel like supporting the show, please check out Patreon.com and search Nerds with Friends. You can donate per episode or one lump sum if you like to do it that way as well. Any bit is appreciated. We use it for making stickers, business cards, buying microphones, you know, strawberries when we have live shows and things like that. <laughs> drop Big, bear venom. Drop know. bear uh, prevention <laughs> tools. Um, also, big news. I don't. Have you heard about this one, Christian? Well, I don't. You haven't said. Are it. you ready? Oh, yeah, sure. 
There's a new flavor of strawberry. <laughs> what is it? Apple Rita. Apple Rita. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. I uh, haven't tried it yet, but I imagine it's magical. Apple Rita, huh? I'm assuming it tastes like apple pie with alcohol in it, which would be my favorite. Down? I'm hoping like an apple cinnamon and not like a Jolly Rancher green apple. Either way, sounds lovely. Jolly Rancher green apple sounds like it might be fucking date rape in a can. <laughs> I don't know. It's the best kind. That's the best kind. <laughs> if I was going to get date raped, I'd want it come from a can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a not a pill bottle. Nah, nah, you know, can'll do fine. It can do fine. Um, also, uh, I heard uh, Angie's friend Jessica is listening to us now too. Yay! Hello, Jessica. Tell your friends, please, please, because we don't have any left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I think that just about does it for our show tonight. Hopefully, we will have Seamus back on the next show. Uh, as well as a delightful guest that uh, we've been talking to a couple people. Ran into our friend Issei, Issei Almquist from uh, Three Men and Artists. Oh, yeah, where? He was at the training for work today. Oh, nice. He also works for Best Buy. Had no idea. Yeah, very cool. I tried <laughs> to get him on the show tonight. He was busy <laughs> or didn't want to hang out. Either way. One or the other. Don't listen to his show. Fuck it. He didn't want to come on. <laughs> Until he comes back on here. Um, but uh, just kidding. They're great. Listen to their show, please. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, Christian, thank you for stopping by. It's nice to be back, right? Pleasure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. The weather. Yeah. The weather's so much nicer. I don't have to wait in a five hour line to go to the bathroom or anything like that. <laughs> uh, but the women were a lot more close too, which is also the downside. Yeah. There were a lot of hot girls over there. Yeah. I don't Na- care. I don't care if they're hot or not. Just as long as they're nearly naked. <laughs> Unattractive, I, nearly naked women. I'm down. <laughs> I... <laughs> I accept birds of all feathers, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> we need to find out some Australian birds now. Now it's bothering me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a kookaburra is one of them. <laughs> it's either Australia or Africa. One or the other. They're close to each other, right? You know? Like- Toucans are like Africa. No, toucans are South America. Probably. South America. That I sounds right. Where mm. are gum trees from? I don't know. Because that's part of the kookaburra song. <laughs> I could look it up. Maybe that's South America too. Damn it. And tweet at us, let us know what's an Australian bird that we can reference. <laughs> because we are drawn a blank. They have spiders that eat birds, just what kind of birds are those? You know? I don't know. Anyway, thanks, Christian, as always, holding Pleasure. down the fort. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. You and I. Uh, and my name is Cody Leach. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This has been Nerds with Friends. Thank you and God bless. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Have a nice one.